A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. There's probably a, a balance between, I believe you have to know Christ, but I think no. He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. My mission really is to just help people of faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are... God by faith in his son. Corinthians, right? 2 Corinthians 3 7. Victory in the name which is above every name. No exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme. Right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name. Get out here right now. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Master's Dog False Teacher of the Week, number 19. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. So, the False Teacher of the Week portion of this podcast came from this intro video. For those of you who are listening online and who regularly listen, well, you've heard me say it enough. There's an actual intro video. Uh, if you're brand new and you're just joining us, there's an intro video. A lot of false teachers throughout that, you can hear them at certain parts. Uh, so somebody had come to me and asked me, said, you know what, I really don't know who all these people are. I don't know what qualifies some of them to be false teachers. I thought some of them were solid teachers. Can you explain to me why? And I said, well, you know, okay, we can do that. And so she had actually suggested you should do like, uh, like a breakdown on all those people so thus was born the false teacher of the week and so I'm just systematically going through that video and picking out people as we go through and talking about them and explaining why they're false teachers why they're in that intro video and then likely when I finish I think there are we're at number 19 now and I honestly think there's 19 more and so once we get through all of those I will probably change this video up and 
uh, put new people in there because more and more people are coming to mind. There's one that I'm, I'm so tempted to just throw her into the middle of this just simply because, um, and it's, it's Jory Micah, but I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold off. And, and prayerfully, here, here's the deal. Prayerfully, after 19 more people, I won't have to do her because she'll repent and put her faith in Christ. And that, this is my commitment to this. Because we, we thought that we had had Todd White come out and, and really do some repentance, but he immediately kind of turned back into the health and welfare, or health and wealth, health and welfare, health and wealth uh, stuff and, you know, phony leg lengthenings and all that stuff. So any of these guys, if they repent and truly come to, to faith in Christ and become righteous uh, Bible teachers, well, honestly, to True repentance for any of these guys would mean stepping down for a long period of time, receiving discipleship, and then potentially being raised back up to some kind of ministry. Anyone who's just going to repent and continue on probably is not in a really good spot still. So something we would need to be wary of. But again, I, I digress in the rabbit trail there. If any of these people come and truly repent and we see fruit um, of, you know, of, of change in their life and change in their teaching, you know, we've seen a couple of them, Todd White, Benny Hinn, where it's like almost a real repentance and then we lose them again. So if they do that, I am committed to the fact that I will come in and I will do a whole episode on retracting, well, not retracting, but... Um, rejoicing with them in their repentance. So that's my commitment to any of these people who would be willing uh, to repent and put their, their faith truly in Christ and stop preaching, whether they be just rank heresies or just really bad doctrine. So there you go. There, there's the introduction to the, the podcast. That's why we do this. That's why we're doing week after week uh talking about a different false teacher. So this week's false teacher is Mr. Stephen Anderson. He is the pastor of the Faithful Word Baptist Church in uh, Arizona in Phoenix. He might be in Mesa. I don't know what part of Phoenix he's in. But um, so he is the 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 head man of, of this uh, professing to be a church because being a false teacher and so on, I, I, I wouldn't call it a church. I wouldn't call him a pastor. Um, I would call him a false teacher. So a little bit about, uh, I'm just going to give you some breakdown on, on Stephen Anderson. This is what their churches, their churches website says about him. Pastor Stephen Anderson was born and raised in Sacramento, California. At age 18, he traveled throughout Germany and Eastern Europe for three months, serving in local independent Baptist churches, studying foreign language and getting, languages and getting experience in the ministry. It was on this trip that he met his future wife, Susanna, while out soul-winning in the streets of Munich, Bavaria. He eventually led her to the Lord, and they were married shortly thereafter. They had been married for over 20 years. God has blessed them with 11 beautiful children. So that's what that's what the church website says about him. Let's see what Wikipedia has to say about him. Uh, Stephen Anderson, born July 24th, 1981, is an American, uh, quote-unquote, pastor 
of Faithful Word Baptist Church in Tempe, Arizona. He is the founder of the controversial New Independent Fundamentalist Baptist Movement. Um, so, I mean, he's created his own denomination, basically. Um, he's like John Wimber, Chuck Smith level of, of dude. Um, not on par with, I, I mean, I wouldn't call either one of those men uh, false teachers or heretics. Uh, but he's, you know, creating his own movement and has received international notoriety and condemnation for praying for the death of public figure, figures, including former U.S. President Barack Obama and Caitlyn Jenner, and advocating for the death penalty for homosexuals. Uh, Anderson has also received media attention for the publishing a documentary titled Marching to Zion, which the Anti-Defamation League de described as being anti-Semitic. He has been banned in many countries, including Jamaica, Canada, and uh, the Schengen area, which is made up of 22 of the 27 European countries, the Republic of Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand. So this is a dude that has literally gotten himself banned from other countries. So he's like Fred Phelps level. Uh, and there's a good comparison. Uh, you know, I don't know how many people are in this, this independent fundamentalist Baptist movement that he has created. Um, you know... Praise God that the Westboro Baptist Church has gone no further than the Westboro Baptist Church. So, um, there's a little information about Stephen Anderson. Here's what I know about Stephen Anderson. He hates, with a passion, Jeff Durbin, Luke Pearson, all the guys at Apologia. They're the, the, the tattoo and beer drinking church uh, to him. Um, he, oh my goodness, with with the 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 heat of a thousand suns does he hate apologia church and some of the most entertaining videos i've seen have come out of of this guy and his is just absolute hate for apologia and more than that uh dr james white um he yeah that just just not even get started so that's not what makes him a false teacher though uh believe it or not you can disagree with Apologia or James White and, and still be a, a believer in Christ. You can have disagreement. There's a lot of things. I mean, I, there are videos upon videos upon videos. I, I ran out of time to watch videos about Steven Anderson because, I mean, I've watched little bits here and there. I've seen the video of him kicking a guy out of the church because he said something, you know, not nice about his pastor or disagreed with his pastor publicly. So something that, that, that Steven Anderson said, this dude goes on Facebook and says, well, you know, I don't really agree with that. And so literally the next Sunday, and it's on video, it's out there on the internet, somewhat entertaining, go check it out. He throws him out of the church, berates this man and throws him out of the church. So again, does that make him a false teacher? I don't know. Uh, false teachings that this guy has. I mean, and I'm just going to hit two of them. I'm going to just talk about two of them real briefly um, and move on. Uh, the first one is he is just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He is absolutely, I guess that's as good a word as any. I can't think of the word I wanted to say. He is, he is just, he is completely, totally sold out for the King James only movement. And so if you read any other Bible, other than the King James Version, you are reading, you are reading and preaching damnable heresies, his words, not mine. Um, 
out of these things because they some things are removed and some things are changed and this and that and the other stuff and here's the deal guys you know King James is not a bad translation of the Bible. If that's what you want to read, fine, read it. But there is nothing, there is no common sense says that that is the only source of, of Scripture that you should be able to turn to, is the King James. I mean, the ESV is, is a great translation. The NIV is okay if, if that's what you want to, I, I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of thought for thought, but okay. Um, but, you know, you can... You can gain the information that is needed out of some other... I mean, if you're reading the message, okay, there's a problem. If you're reading the Joseph Smith translation or the New World translation, those are big problems. Uh, there, I mean, there are even some, th some things in the TNIV and stuff like that, um, removing gender from God and so on that are problematic. But to say that, that only the King James was the inspired real version of the of the bible i mean it's to to really kind of uh, it's just wrong and to to damn people or to condemn people because they read anything other than that is really i mean okay does that would it make him a heretic no but i would i would say definitely falling into that king james only uh is it, it puts you in the and pushing that um, that stance makes you a false teacher. It really does. It, it makes you a false teacher um, in that sense. So, um, and then the other thing is, and this, I, I you know, watched a video where he interacted with, with K-Dub, Chris Williams, in a park. Um, and I don't know the, the background of it. He kept saying that this was like the third or the fourth or, you know, the 89th time that Chris had bothered him. And there are four million other people in this city and you should leave me. You know, just, yeah. And so, but the interaction is, is, and here's where I would say Stephen Anderson falls into the, the category of heretic. Because anybody who preaches that you do not have to repent of your sin to be saved is wrong we absolutely I mean multiple times the the word says that we need to repent now again you can go to the Greek and so on and and uh, and, and and again I don't know I mean I don't speak Greek but I've heard that the Greek translation of the word uh, repentance enough to know that it is metanoia and in the video he's like it's not metanoia it's metaneo well, okay, I don't think you're right. I've heard enough uh, scholarly people that have said and, and pronounced the word metanoia, and I think you just want to change it because you're, uh, you know, Stephen is a, a, a contra... Uh, uh, what is the word? He's contradictory. He's a... Uh, oh, my gosh, I'm so drawn a blank today on, on the words that I want to say. Um, I should probably go to bed soon. I worked all night last night. <laughs> I'll, I'll blame it on lack of sleep. Although you guys know that's that's not it. I just forget words all the time anyway. So uh, he, he's just, uh, he just wants to be argumentative for argumentative sake. So, but he does teach that you don't have to repent of your sin. And now to change your mind, metanoia, to change the way you think, means we have to stop thinking of ourselves as good people we have to understand our need for a savior we have to turn to christ and and believe in christ and so on and this is what he says is you have to believe in jesus to be saved 
Okay, granted, that's what the Bible says many times. But Jesus himself said, you have to repent. And that is not a work. Repentance is not a work. And that's the other argument that he makes, is if you're saying you have to repent of your sin and stop sinning, then that is a work and you're preaching a gospel of works. That is absolutely not what anybody teaches who understands what it is. Repentance is a gift from God. It's something that God gives us as we are, as the Holy Spirit is doing the work of regeneration in us. God gives us the, the ability to repent because we can't change the way we think without God intervening and the Holy Spirit moving upon us and making us change the way we think to repent. And that does include repenting of your sin and turning away from your sin because Jesus said that that is the fruit, is that those who love me will do what I command. Those who love me will, will stop doing sin. They will, you know, and, and so we, we see, and do we ever completely stop sinning? No, because we are imperfect beings in an imperfect body, and, and this is the, the, the sin nature we deal with. But the Spirit, being led by the Spirit, helps us to, you know, to, to follow the cliche, I don't become sinless, but I sin less. And if I don't sin less, I mean, if I'm the guy that just is like every single day going to the Internet and, and looking up my pornography and, and doing my thing and, and going on and then going back, that, that is not repentance. That is not the activity of somebody who is truly turned to Christ to live. That is, that is somebody who is either trying to take grace by, by force or is not repentant at all. And is just putting on a show. And so if, if you're that guy and you think, well, you know, Stephen Anderson said I didn't have to repent of my sin. I just have to believe in Jesus and I can go on to it. No. The word makes it very clear that turning from our sin and sinning less and becoming more and more like Christ is the fruit of repentance. And that is what shows our works. It is Christ's work that saves us. We are saved by good works. His but as we are saved and we are regenerated and we are sanctified and we are justified, we continue to do good works. We become less sinful as we follow after Christ and we are conformed to his image and we sin less and we turn away from our sin. And if we don't, I mean, if we're just constantly running back and running back and running back to our sin, we have to question whether or not we're saved. And it shows a lack of of maturity and growing in holiness and so yes we absolutely have to repent of our sin do we have to believe in Jesus absolutely we have to re believe in Jesus but repentance there is no salvation without repentance of sin bottom line and that's not a work that we do that is something that God gives us that we do I would never have been able to give up the pornography that I did and be porn free for as long as I have been or to um, you know, stop swearing, which, I mean, is not, you know, it. the word says you can't curse God and, and or praise God and curse man with the same tongue. So swearing is, is sinful, you know, depending on the way you use it. Um, you know, we, we could get it, we won't get into the conversation of, of Jeff Durbin at the Fight, Laugh, Feast conference or all that stuff. You know, you can come at me with that later. But, you know, I would never have done, stopped those things. I would never have... You know, the anger issues that I that I still struggle with, but I mean, so much better than it was when I before I was saved and the lust issues and the lying that I did and all those things that that went on before I was saved. I would never have been able to turn away from those things if it wasn't for the work of God in my life and it wasn't for the, the power of the Holy Spirit sanctifying me 
I, I have no, no delusions whatsoever that any of that came from me, of my strength. All of that came from the Holy Spirit working within me. And so, no, repenting of your sins and turning from your sins and trying not to sin anymore is not trying to be salvation by works. It is acting out upon the work that has already been done by Christ on my behalf. And so the fact that Stephen Anderson continues to proclaim that it is you don't have to repent of your sin, that you only have to believe in Jesus to be saved, well then, that is... That is a, a, a false teaching, that is false doctrine, that is heretical teaching, and, and that is why he has earned his spot in this video, and that is why he is our false teacher of the week, number 19. So, hopefully that was useful to you guys, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Um, stick with us, you know, come to the, the Evangelical Norm YouTube channel and hit subscribe and notifications and get all the different content that I release, the political stuff, the church persecution, or persecuted church stuff, uh, hip-hop album reviews, and so on. Get all the stuff that I release um, by hitting subscribe and grabbing the notifications, or as always, you can get any of these episodes as an audio podcast in Google Podcasts, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you get your audio podcasts, you can get these podcasts as well. Um, invite your friends to, to come and enjoy these episodes with you. Share the episode. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe. Hit the share. Do all that good stuff. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria.